0: Welcome to the new Ugly, the only show that one host can totally change into different people. My name is Ben slash Scott slash Lucky Spoon, and with me, as always, is Mike. How you doing today, Mike?
1: uh hey,
0: hey, Ben Scott, Scott Ben. I mean, there you go, Scott Ben. I like uh, Ben Scott was on Parks and Rec, so I'll take Scott Ben. It's a better choice.
1: Thanks again, Scott for filling in
0: last week. Yes, thank you, Scott. Appreciates it. That's what I appreciate. Ugh. I'm all better now. I'm not on vacation anymore slash doing things. I mean, I'm mostly better. So I'm feeling good. How about good. you? I'm feeling great. I've had a yeah. great low stress week. <laughs> Getting cut will do that for you. You know, I just suppose.
1: kicking back, doing all the million other things that I've put mm-hmm. on hold in my life. It's yeah,
0: been pretty good. I assume you've done like a week's worth of yard work just this whole week.
1: Oh, no, my kid got sick this weekend, so it's good oh, I boo. didn't have to record a song, because my wife have killed me. hmm Yeah, you
0: got me and my kid sick. Dang it, Ben. Sorry. I have a special microphone that sends germs over the internet.
1: Yeah, Scott was really confused when he showed up. He's like, where's the other microphone? Why'd you need to set up a new microphone? I'm like, because normally we do it remotely. He's like, oh, Ben's not in the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm so good at this. Yeah. Right now. That's the best compliment I've ever gotten.
1: Welcome to the New Ugly where we are continuing our coverage of Nur Ein fourteen. We are currently on round six and we're about to get to that. But right now let's let's recap where we are. Last week was round five, where the streets have no name. And the challenge was to tell a story from end to beginning. Now, Ben, yes. did I ever ask you? what what you would do for that
0: uh i feel like we probably did if we go back to episode four um i, I don't think so because
1: that was the long one where we had to wrap it up real quick oh
0: that's a good that's a good choice so the first thing i want to say about where the streets have no name is i always every single time think of the song uh a why horse with no too? name oh. i don't know why no that's fine i just think uh, of a hor- a uh, desert a horse. with a horse with no name every single time so i would definitely have a horse in who my does that song, song? uh who does that song that's a good i want to say it's like animal house but i don't know if that's actually that's not accurate at all it's just oh i'm thinking of the rising sun now um which also isn't an animal house um wow i am so not with it today uh in the desert with a horse in the name uh da-da-da-da. okay it's some old song from the 60s <laughs> and then it has a bit it has a bit oh my god it has a bit where it goes la da 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 wow i'm taking
1: a long horse walk for a short horse i am what is Uh, right so
0: how that song so what i would do then um is i would have a song with a horse i would make that little la da da part sound ugly because i do it every single time when i'm being funny um and (laughs) the backwards bit would probably actually be uh two dudes in a horse costume i think that's how i would end up with um oh it would probably probably be a joke about how uh at, so the end of the story is it's two dudes in a horse costume but the beginning of the story is um uh probably just to make it mean-spirited and so it feels better uh probably some perv who's trying to look up a girl's skirt and then gets stuck with uh in a horse costume with somebody who just like never showers and is stinky probably like a homeless person who's never showered which uh it's sad to be a homeless person but i need someone who's really stinky so that would be it um
1: Okay. Yeah, I'd probably do it that way. I'd probably That's... start
0: with, start with oh, why is this dude having a terrible life? And then you find out, oh, he's a terrible person. So it's great. So you feel happy at the end that he's miserable.
1: Cosmic justice in, right
0: there. In a, yes, in a horse costume. That's yeah. what I would do. That would be my song.
1: Cosmic uh, horse justice. Cosmic horse justice. Yes,
0: that would be my, my round five where the streets have no name. I should
1: have asked you what to do Same my song, song.
0: about. Uh, you should have. And it would have been that. I would have told you to do that.
1: Anyway, tell, tell us who got uh, cut. And who won? Yes.
0: So, Vowel Sounds is the winner, was the winner of round five, excuse me. Uh, and then People Got Cut is Marison in a tiebreaker, and then Berkeley Social Scenes, and you, Grumpy Mike, Oh got cut. Woo! Yay! That's right. So, I didn't have to edit round five, which is great. I wasn't in it. I didn't touch it. So, if it's awful, blame Mike and not me. And if it's great, well, I'll still take credit. It's okay.
1: And if it's bad, just don't blame me. Blame Scott. Blame just kidding. Nah. Just kidding. Nah. And that t- tiebreaker was with uh, Rain. Rain. Rain uh, came in. Rain fit. was close to being cut. Uh, mm-hmm. She submitted a quickie song that wasn't quite as polished up as usual. I thought it was freaking catchy. And yeah, she, she, uh, she was almost cut there. Yeah.
0: I think what the judges my- did
1: is they took the higher ranking for each judge between those two bands.
0: Three judges ranked Rainwatt ahead of Marison, and two judges ranked Marison ahead of Rainwatt. So therefore, Rain won 3-2. It's the least confusing tiebreaker I've ever seen in Nurine. So, thank you. I thank you like for simplicity. I feel
1: like this is similar to previous tiebreakers I've seen.
0: Anyway. It, it might be. I don't know. There's always an average of some now, thing. Why do an average?
1: Now, we are on round six. This is the, what do you call the thing before the final? The semifinal, the, right?
0: The pen ultimate, or the semifinal.
1: The title was You Too. The challenge was to write or use a contrafactor, however you use that word in a sentence. A contrafact is stealing the harmonic structure of a well-known song, basically.
0: Yes, it is apparently very popular in jazz, where you take a well-known song, and then you modulate it and put your own melody spin on top of it.
1: Or if you're making a commercial or doing a Weird
0: Al type thing. Right, and then you just change the words and say it's a parody. And wow. No,
1: no well you oh, I you guess have you're to a you rights. so you can copyright a melody you can't copyright harmonic structure that makes sense the way the chords are put together is not copyrightable
0: that's probably a good choice it would be a bad choice to go the other way
1: I wonder how many lawyers that took to figure that out uh too many what song would you have stolen Ben
0: uh, so I would so you two um, obviously, this begs for uh, a U two the band reference. Um, no, that that was banned again. I I know, and I would I probably would do it anyway because I'm not in the competition. I will also say that I think, um, and we'll get to it. But I think honestly, Mandible's idea is way better than anything I would have come up with. So kudos. That was Whoa, like brilliant.
1: Save the praise.
0: That's fine. It was a great idea though. I probably would have done. It's not backwards or forwards. you just got to steal a harmonic thing. So if I have to steal something... It doesn't have to be the whole YouTube. thing. You
1: can stick it into a verse. You can stick it yeah. into a chorus.
0: I kind of feel like I would just... I, I really just want to steal the U2 songs and do them terribly. Uh Oh, you know what I would probably do? is I would probably do a math joke out of it. I would change... So the U is actually a union, and then two is a number. So I'd probably make a bunch of math puns about union two, which makes no sense. It's like not a thing. Um, but I would totally do that. I would make a bunch of math puns. I would... St- steal there's actually a fantastically silly not that silly but it's a fantastic acapella math thing that a bunch of college folks did years and years ago i would definitely steal that
1: would would you try to combine different songs into one song
0: i think i i would but i think i would do it where the puns would get their own special sound so all the puns would be one song i feel like something classical would be fun because it's math um, and then the rest of it would either be totally original or do something kind of poppy. Uh, I would actually, you know, what? I would you. love some. I would love some dubstep and throw some classical dubstep. Okay, uh, with the map puns. Maybe I wouldn't
1: cut you. <laughs> you're you're not giving me a, a clear and concise answer. No, it's you're not. Because I just hard of a question.
0: Well, it's really hard for me because I didn't think about it very. much. I know you've been so. gone
1: for a week and your mind's yes. not
0: in the game anymore. That's right. Uh, I would. It would be a, a dubstep. Some classical dubstep, and Lindsey Sterling stuff with a bunch of math puns in it. That would be my U2.
1: All right. There you there go. You, there it's you nice. have it. Now let's get to the songs, shall we? Yes. We've got Agony Sauce.
0: What do you think of agony sauce ben uh so this song i think my, my weirdest uh, thing to say about this song and this is probably gonna sound mean i don't mean it to be mean um i think this song's way more fun and enjoyable and interesting when you're not intently listening to it to judge it so probably like four or five listens what i actually do is just put all the songs on in the background and let me just like hear them like i just kind of listen to them uh, and the songs that jump out to me are usually the ones I, I rank a bit higher because um, they're able to like grab my attention or do something kind of interesting and unique. Uh, and this song is just full of it. Like I think there's like 10 different song steals in this whole thing. I heard, um, of course, the message received er, earlier entry was in here. I definitely heard the Sweet Child of Mine guitar riff. Uh, I think I heard Heart Box as well. Uh, I heard the, the barking sound from Who Let The Dogs Out, Baha Men. Like, where's that from? Uh, hilarious. And I know I know there's a couple more. And so a lot of those like, grabbed my attention. And I was like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I know that song. And so that, to me, was really, really fun. But once I started like really listening to it and like, to start to judge it, I'm like, oh, this, there's a lot of different songs here. And it felt like a little bit disjointed. We do a lot of tempo changes uh, here and there. I mean, there's a lot of style changes here. It's just there's a lot going on. And I think if you're really listening to it, it takes it like all away. Because I think every bit is really interesting and enjoyable on its own. But altogether I'm I find myself enjoying it less.
1: It seemed like they had a lot of fun making this song, and they really nailed the tones and and mimicking these songs. And I think the story is a really good story they tell I think I don't know. I didn't verify this, but I get the sense that they're dissing, probably because they want to keep involving every challenge from all the rounds. It seems like they're dissing bands and they're they're like we're dissing you too and you too
0: and you too oh man there could be so many more layers to this this song just has so much going on it's so there's just a lot it's fun
1: yeah it's a lot going on as far as a song goes i don't dig it as a song i dig it as it as an expose as an art piece I'm not going to be hanging out somewhere and be like, yeah, put on that Agony Sauce song that sounds like five other songs at different points in it. Mm -hmm. Right, I don't know if I call it an
0: art expose, but yes. It doesn't
1: make a lot of sense outside of a certain context. I get the the feeling that it was really fun to make and it was fun to listen to. As a song, it doesn't feel like uh, a a song so much to me.
0: No, I, I totally agree. Um, and but, just because it has so many things going on, I find, and this is true of most every song this round, um, I am constantly try to like, where is that thing from? And then I let the rest of the song pass me by.
1: For the record, they listed songs we knowingly stole from, probably because I keep saying I, I hear other songs in their songs. Oasis, Wonderwall, Nirvana, Lithium, God, hear that one. Guns uh, N' Roses, yep. Sweet Child yep. of Mine, mm-hmm. Blue Oyster that Cult, one. Godzilla. Ah. Agony Sauce, Message Received, Alice in Chains, Man in the Box, Baja Men, Let the Dogs Out. Those last three, those were actually sampled. They were not contrafacted. That would be why I most recognize them. (laughs) The first four were contrafacted. So I I was able to pick out the first four. I didn't really... Nice. I wasn't able to pick out the last three, really. I think I got
0: one of those the nirvana one i think i i heard it um, really
1: you didn't you
0: can't pick out wonder wall with the start see that's that's like i'm saying this has so much that like, i kept trying and i after i realized how many pieces there were in here i kept trying to listen for everything and then i would like get way off track and like lose it entirely i'm trying to figure
1: out what that spoken intro was anyway here's you two. is that a reference to another song
0: I'm sure it is a reference to something. It feels like something like Good Charlotte or Simple Plan. Something from the, the early 2000s would do.
1: Is it from maybe a live <sighs> recording of Wonderwall? Uh, it could be that, too. Anyway, it's it's got a lot going on in it. And uh, I think the mixing is probably probably the better mixing of, of this batch of songs. Probably. You know, yeah. you get used to this level of quality from the contestants and... You sort of take it for granted, but I can hear so much quality in, in the crafting of this song. I I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think this, this one would be really easy to let something escape and get way out of whack. Um, so definitely a lot, of, a lot of care and attention. I think you're right. They had a lot of fun doing this, and there's a lot of care and attention to detail in this because of it. It's a great piece in pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's listen to Max Bombast.
2: We ran the show, but now we're stepping aside Gotta change up the lineup if we're gonna survive
0: So that's Max Bombasty there, uh, Mm. with some sweet opening harmonies. I missed him.
1: I I like this one a lot.
0: You know, I like it more, the more I listen to it, um, this sort of has the opposite problem that Agony did. Because you don't recognize anything? I swear the guitar riff is from something, I cannot tell you where it's from. I am always astounded by how, anyway, continue. The guitar riff is what sticks with me, I'm just like, oh, I know where that's from, but I cannot tell you where it's from, like, I can't, I can't find it that's been bugging me this whole time but now that the more i listen to the song in more detail the more i like it the little like little bits i find like that opening harmony that i love that opening harmony it is so good if you just give it like a, a brief listen i feel like it's oh, it's, oh this is max this is mac best this is s Cub. you know it's great it's good it's what he always does but um i think this one has a lot more touch of detail than the other rounds have had for the last couple so i i don't know it just feels like i think it's paying off no, a lot you,
1: you you didn't hear last week's then uh, i heard but... it for
0: like i heard it once because I listened to everything once last week. Okay, um, so you don't mean was... the
1: last couple of weeks, you mean the last couple of weeks before the last week. Sure. Anyway,
0: Yes. This is a really
1: good song, and I don't have a heck of a lot to critique. I like that he took a distinguished riff and actually made an original song out of it. You know, some people tried to actually mimic the original playing, and Max Bombast did not do that here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he took, you know, American Woman, and I'm watching Ben's light bulb go off. Thank you. He took American Woman by the Guess Who, and I guess I didn't know that that wasn't by Lenny Kravitz, which makes me a fool. I didn't know it was Guess Who, but I knew it's not Lenny. And he made this really cool sort of metal swing song. There's only one song it reminds me of, and they're nothing alike, but. Uh, there was a band called Apartment Twenty Six back in like two thousand five, two thousand four, that had a a swung metal song. Anyway, Max, you did a great job. The lyrics kind of fall into the same category as all of Max's songs this this year, which is, you know, we're we're drawing on a theme. Clearly, he has something on his mind, or he's drawing from the same inspiration with each of these songs. And these seem like some of the more generic of those. Than than some of the other songs he's done uh, this year. That said, I think it's all done very well. The biggest complaint, especially in this this set of really strong entries, is the compression and the mastering on his like, especially on the vocals. It's very noticeable, and I know he's probably like way better at all this than I am. Probably knows exactly what I'm talking about. But it sounds like maybe he needs uh, a dynamic mic, maybe he needs to practice singing the S's uh, a little softer, a little differently, maybe not hit up the compression on the vocals so hard, because it's very noticeable, uh, to me anyway. I thought it was a uh, de-essing filter, but then I'm listening on these other headphones and I can still hear S's, they're just not as sharp. so. I don't yeah. think it was the s'ing filter. I think it was the compression, and I think, I suspect he uses a condenser microphone,
0: and I think maybe he needs to switch it up to a high-end dynamic microphone. Actually, I, now that you say that, I think I hear the problem you're talking about. I have no idea how to fix it. It would not have any of those words, but I think I hear it. It's the s's. And I he's kind of,
1: this. kind of slamming the uh, the mastering. Uh, it's it. In terms of like the mixing, it seems more. More dense, more crowded than Agony Sauce just was. I think it sounds good. I think it's a good level. It's just it doesn't have some of the finesse that some of the other songs have this round with, with regards to those sort of mastering touches. It'll be interesting to see how the judges react to that, especially the swing, actually. You know, when you take a rock song and you swing it, different people have different emotions reacting to that i have very mixed reactions because i love swing and i love rock and i it's it's like putting a pineapple on a pizza to me it's really good when i try it but it's kind of revolting in theory you should be more vegetarian man pineapple on pizza's the best this is not this is not your platform to promote veganism i know <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Max Bombast here. It is it is his platform to promote the new change of politics and environmentalism. That's right. A.K.A. Go Vegan. Yeah, I, th- I think this song is kind of about uh, how the white dudes or the Western culture is, is, has screwed up and people are supposed to, I don't know, other people are supposed to take charge. Yep. Maybe it's about the patriarchy.
0: If anything, it's about like AOC. The folks that are actually going to do something about it, he laments how hard it is for them to do it but cheers them on anyway. I think it's how it goes. Anyway, we talked a lot about it. Uh, last note, I love the rock swing. I, and I think also it worked. Like the fact that I can, identify, oh, yeah. I can pick out the riff and say, I know, I know, I know that riff. The fact that I can't identify it, I think is still good. The fact that you know that's the bit that's that's borrowed. Well, it seems like he's is, is committed to only using a bass,
1: so it's kind of hard to steal a harmonic structure of a song.
0: <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to play a little bit with the leeway and say it doesn't have to be... Just the harmonic structure, because a couple of them aren't aren't the harmonics. There's other bits. The bow wow, the bow wow, the the barking from the baja men who let the dogs out. That was not, har- not harmonic sp- at all. Yeah, you no, heard-
1: that was agony sauce using the previous challenges where you had to sample another song.
0: Oh yeah, okay, I forgot about that. that was another layer. Ugh, so many layers. Anyway,
1: oh yeah, and and I, I want to say Max's bass playing is really awesome. Like just the the speed of it and that some of those riffs, it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would like to hear this one cleaned up with the mastering and, you know, shipped, packaged, put it, put it in some cellophane. That's right. Send it to Europe. Anyway. To go. On to Rachel Lane. <laughs> Song this is right
0: the song that's uh, in my head that i cannot get rid of um which and i think i'm wrong too is Shape my heart by sting
1: are you <laughs> if you were here i'd kick you out of my house uh, that's fine what is it's, wrong with you
0: it's just the this song is blackbird I... thank you by the beatles thank you um i don't I, there's just like a i know i knew i know i'm wrong I knew it, even when I was like naked, I was like, I'm totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. But there's a couple of the guitar, the guitar little bits that just it's the I think it's the minor chords. Uh, it's the, the thing that just like I can't get it out of my head when I hear it. It's just in my head. Um. So, yeah, I totally didn't. I knew I was wrong. You know, I knew it was you, the guitar. You know, um,
1: what I, I thought at points it but, reminded me of uh, More Than Words by. Um, oh, yeah, I can it? hear that too. The Eagles. Is it mm-hmm. the Eagles? I think so. Sorry, it's Eric Clapton. It's more than words. Okay.
0: I didn't think of, did someone do a cover of "More Than Words"? That was an '80s metal band.
1: No, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, let's let's stay focused. Rachel, this was so brave because you have picked such a strong song. And when I heard that riff, this was the first riff that I could play on a guitar, basically. Or the first fancy riff I could do. My cousin taught me. And I was so proud of it. I had never even heard Blackbird before and I was so proud. So I had such high expectations. Like, if you screw up Blackbird, I will be like there's no forgiveness. And you nailed it. I think this is awesome. It doesn't sound like Blackbird except for the guitar playing. It's it's great, like all, all the vocals are awesome. The harmonies are awesome. You're bringing the emotions here, and uh, you 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 almost made me jealous of your marriage with this song. Like it sounds like you guys love each other so much. It's just awesome. My only complaint is I wanted to hear more of a a big bang at the outro, a little harmony on the I think it's a seventh. Anyway, Ben, I'll let you talk now.
0: No, it's okay. I agree. It it is. I think it's a really bold choice to do uh, one the one guitar and just a vocal line on top. Uh, especially this late in the game. Because it's, it's, you know, you're really exposed. I totally agree with that. That brings me to one complaint. is There
1: was percussion and it was just a little annoying. No, I missed it then.
0: Or it's not one kind of mine. But yeah, I think the vocal line is really well done. Uh, there's a couple little vibrato spots that I know is just your style that I feel like maybe were a little too vibrato-y. Um, but I'm, I like nitpicky nitpicky stuff otherwise I think it was a really solid performance really pretty uh, very clear story I think along with Mike it sounded great I don't I don't really have anything except praise I was going to complain a little bit about the guitar and say I want a little more variation but now that you called attention to what it actually is I, I, I can't say that so um, <laughs> I mean I don't
1: you, you, you don't have to borrow the whole song
0: then, yeah I I, I mean I, I, that's sort of like the one thing i I wish there had been a little more variation. It hadn't just been the single guitar line solo the whole time. Not solo, but the whole guitar line. I, I wish it hadn't been that. I wish I'd h- heard a little bit different stuff, but that's, I think, more or less stylistic You realize
1: you are criticizing Blackbird when you say
0: that. See? I know. See, you, as you say, oh, you can't do that, <laughs> but now I'm doing that. Um, Jerk. Uh, yeah, exactly. When I was stuck on the whole, this is supposed to be Sting, I was just like, uh, I want something different. But no, thank you. But yeah, uh, Brave Overall. I think it was a good style choice as well. I don't really have anything to say about that.
1: That was so bold, and you nailed it. Great job, Rachel. Up next, we've got Rainwat. While
0: you tell me how your journeying away has been for you. Alright, so that's Rain Watt. Similar premise setup here. We have a, a pretty much single guitar and the vocal line. Um, I get another brave, bold choice. I will say the harmonies, um, I notice, a lot, especially right now, the harmonies between Rain's and Rachel's pieces are very different. And I think that is a big benefit because the, the only comparison I can make is oh, they're doing the same kind of setup. But I can't really make any other comparison so good because I think any comparison you can make directly between one and another is a detriment at this point it's very much a rain Watt song for sure the message here is polyamory is good I think or maybe we should do that so part of me wants to be a dude uh, like a dude bro and be like noise, but otherwise I'm good material I didn't know what the contrafact was I have no idea like maybe you can help me out here
1: The lyrics thread says the chords are borrowed from I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie.
0: Ah, I do not know that
1: song. I might know that song if I heard it.
0: I, you know, I've heard it before. That, yeah, that's mm -hmm, totally checks out. But it's just the chords, If I had listened to it recently, I probably would have gotten that. But I've not heard Death Cab for Cutie in like 10 years or whatever. I think the only other real thing I want to say again is the, the harmonies here. So Rain Watts has like a bunch of, it's like an echoey bit, or it's like the harmonies are behind. They're sort of like rounding. feels kind of like a round in the harmonies. I really like it. I, I think it's a, a really neat touch. It just makes it sound really different.
1: I think for the stripped-down sound, Rain did a really good job. Her lead guitar playing and harmonies are, are nice touches, and still feels like a live song, which is kind of cool. Like, not in an annoying way, it feels like a live song.
0: Yeah, that helps too because Contrafacts, They come from jazz, and jazz is best slash always live because it's all about improvisation. So I agree, it doesn't sound bad with that live take, and I think that that does add a little bit of genuisicwa to it.
1: <laughs> Menage a trois? Would you say? Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lyrics are interesting. I don't know what to say to the lyrics. I kind of was hoping that there would be a deeper meaning to them, other than the obvious meaning. But I'm going to assume there's not. If there is, that'd be kind of neat, though. Like, because it would be kind of cool if you made a song with these lyrics that was actually about something.
0: I mean, I feel like with a lot of Reign's catalog, maybe all of it, but at least a lot of it for sure, is based on a lot of personal experiences. So I assume this is coming from that place as well, where she's like, well, I, I'm I really like two people at the same time. Why can't we just all like each other? Because I feel like a lot of Rain's personal songs are, it's been hard, life's been hard, and they're sad. And this one doesn't feel sad at all, really. I mean, it probably is because Death Cab for Cutie, but maybe this is one of the happier notes?
1: What if this were about Rain's, like, the different sides of Rain,
0: you know? I didn't even think about that at all. And,
1: and like, you play so. bass, and I'll play guitar, and you can play the drums, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay, maybe maybe it's that, too. I, I like
1: imagining it.
0: I I... It, it do too, damn.
1: But um, you know, overall, it's either incredibly brave to be doing sort of a live take song at this round, or, or Rain didn't have enough time, or Rain is bowing out. And to benefit that out, let's go with brave. i with brave. You got to look at the way this contest has gone, the way these judges have gone, and I don't think I, I feel like it's a graceful bow out. We'll see what the judges do. We'll see. Not that I don't like this song. I I think it's
0: a good song. Right now. And I see what you mean about the trend sort of overall, but I feel like Rain has somehow managed to completely escape that trend. And again, I'm not super familiar with last week, so maybe I'm completely off base here. But I feel like Rain somehow, I could not tell you.
1: Rain had a really, really good song last week and almost got cut because she didn't have enough time to polish it up. So I, you know, know, I don't know. I just have this sense.
0: We'll see. We'll see she's what flying happens. against the curve of all the rest of the judges. It is she's just very different. Like her style is very different, and I think that's yeah, that's been uh, interesting contender. Because I think a lo- I, I agree. I think a lot of the judging has been, if not controversial, at least somewhat predictable. But I feel like Rain has been not at all this whole competition. So I disagree with your sentiment that it's a bow out. I think it was just a bold choice. Stick all right. It in. All right. Anyway
1: move on to our final our final actual contestant before we
0: get to the, the beautiful scrubs that are still that's right that <laughs> are hanging on and doing more than you yes sounds. <laughs>
2: all right this
1: is vowel sounds what do you think ben i like it i think are you aware of what is going on with all of their songs have you caught up i don't was there a thing all of their songs are telling the same story they're elaborating on the
0: same story really? oh.
2: yeah
0: now yeah. I want to go listen look at people doing the album feel in so many different ways now I appreciate it more. So this song I don't know what the contrafact is. I have no idea. I feel like I should know it, but I can't place it at all. I don't even know what part it is. I assume it's like the what are you so afraid of bit in there. This was
1: probably the only one that I couldn't even figure out they copied a song from. It
0: was Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby? Really? By the Beatles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if I even hear any of it in there. We all know it anyway. Um, I would have to go listen to Eleanor Rigby to really
1: vaguely. I can hear
0: it. It is the only one where either I didn't pick it out, or once you pointed it out, I could. I was like, oh, I, like it's the only one i I really don't know it. So I guess technically, if I were judging based on the soul, I have to recognize it. Then you fail. But that's super subjective. So clear, it doesn't matter. I don't really have a lot to say with it though, because again, I feel like I feel like all the rounds, all the entries this round, if it, if I didn't know what the song was. I really tried to figure it out, and I paid attention to nothing else. So I don't have a lot to say about Val, actually. Um, except maybe there we should have a little more variation. I feel like this also suffered from the we're going to do the same guitar line all throughout, and we need some variation here to mix it up. That's like the one thing I, I wish. It feels all the same. And it's kind of a long piece. It's a longer piece. Oh no, it's not. I take that back. It's a regular piece. But... I don't know. It just kind of sounds the same throughout. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know. Maybe I... Totally yeah, it, totally it, it
1: doesn't really have an energy change up. So I think this song is done really well. The execution, particularly the singing. I love those harmonies and, and Vom's too. When VOM comes in with those harmonies, I'm very happy. Um the the fact that we're still telling the same story, I don't I'm not really thrilled. Like I never got on board with that story to start with but I'm sure it'll go on an album and it'll sell great. You know, like all these songs sound like they belong together, but they're distinct. And that's good. You've got a unique sound that that still branches out. This one is not the A side of that album, I don't think. But the the execution here is great. Like it's, a, it's flawless. My only complaint with the actual execution is the xylophone. Oh my gosh, that sounds off key. I don't know why. But it does. <laughs> and that's a really weird complaint to have. <laughs> okay, so my other complaint actually is kind of similar to a lot of the complaints I've had about vowel sounds. And you had said, oh, don't turn up the bass. But this song, this is a driving bass song. This is, you know, it's got a drive to it. It's got, nah, 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 nah. You, you, you know, like, it needs the drive of a strong bass. And the bass is just mixed so low. And, and cut
0: out so much that it's uh, it's not there I don't disagree with that actually In any capacity That seems fair
1: These verses just could use the energy mm-hmm. And instead we're focusing solely on their vocals Because they're trying to tell this elaborate story But I I, I want to dance to this story How do I dance without my bass? I don't know You can't shake your booty with no bass I like my beats fast and my bass down low.
0: I know that song. <laughs> I knew that one. Hey. So those are our five contenders. Th- that's it. Three of yeah. these people will be cut.
1: That's right. Three of these bands. Three of these folks. Folk bands. Folk bands. <laughs> They're all folk bands. So who do you rank as moving to the next
0: round? Which implicitly means you're ranking the ones that get cut. Right, right. Obviously, the bottom's right in no particular order. Um, so I, again, I need another like two days, and would I would need to steal that list and be like, okay, I know all the things now. Because if I, I, you don't get, get stuck. another two days. I don't though. So I think honestly, I pick, I probably put agony as the winner because he had the most things that I was like, I know that one, uh, and they were really obvious. So you're ranking based on the challenge. I am ranking based on how much I enjoyed the song overall the songs had to use the challenge and therefore at least agony's rating i'm rating on the challenge i think it had the most samples and things to pick from and therefore because of that variety i get more instances of hey i know that thing or hey i know that thing and that to me is really fun so it's it's purely personal at that point but i think that's the one i would enjoy Mm. i did enjoy the most so therefore that's the one i i put up there and for number two Part of me very much wants to say Rachel, because I've been rooting for Rachel this entire time. I want her to win. So, Oh, of that would,
1: I mean, that, that would mess up their whole beautiful marriage that she keeps
0: singing about. I don't know. That's not true. Uh, you can root for somebody without trying to marry them. Calm down, Mike. Gosh. We're not married, and what? I root for you. No,
1: I'm, I'm no, because, with do you not get it? Because Glenn no, is doing the music for both. Well, he's doing the singing, at least for one of them, and the music uh, for his mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Are you not paying attention to these no, little subplots?
0: Well, no, I'm not. Gosh, I don't pay attention okay. to anything. I've been out for a week,
1: so don't. This is, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> this is
1: like Neurine 14 101. Okay, so you'd put those two in the top.
0: I toy with the idea of putting Max up there instead of Rachel. I don't know if I would. I, I admire the really bold choice. The last three entries here, not the bottom three, the last three, Rachel, Rain, and Val all just did pretty much... We are we are showing off the vocal skills and they are on their own and I always like songs like that because uh, I love vocal only pieces. So I think I'm gonna lean towards Rachel over Max because I liked Rachel's out of those last three the most. So yeah, I I think I actually would. I I've talked myself into it. I'm gonna go with Agony and Rachel. Those are my two choices for the final. That would that would be intense. I don't know how that would go down. Enjoyably,
1: go down enjoyably. Okay, so. Now that I'm cut, I can be completely honest here. Mm-hmm. I think Agony doesn't really want to be in this. I think Agony is doing this to to just to just screw off, basically. I disagree because they keep adding every challenge to every song. That's just fun. I would argue it doesn't produce very coherent pieces. Like it's fun, and I can respect that, but I don't feel like it's a a serious approach to the song aspect
0: because it adds more constraints i wonder if it actually breeds more creativity i wonder if that was like the thought going into it perhaps perhaps. i mean i hear what you say about how i think you're right this one is not necessarily the best song overall but it has a lot of fun bits to it because it's a lot of fun individual pieces that got thrown into a song and i wonder if next week would have that same end result if it was add all the challenges together and put it together because i think i think that would get you cut actually i think if we did that next week, I think that would be a Well, problem. next week you
1: don't, I mean, everybody votes next week. All the competitors vote right, next right. week. Right. While I respect Agony Sauce, while I appreciate what they've done with this art piece, I do not feel like they are in it to win it. Next week's challenge is bring your A game, and you're right. It would be this song again, basically. So I kind of have to just, like, rule them out. Like I said, Rainwatt, I feel like she's gracefully bowing out with this. It wasn't that it wasn't a good song. It was just low effort for whatever reason. So she's out in my book. So that puts Max, Rachel, and Vowel Sounds together. I think mm-hmm. those are the strongest competitors at this point. Now, we all knew Max would be. We know yeah. this. We. Mm-hmm. Val sounds and Rachel, I think, are going to be the the. That's even a tough decision for me, because here's what I'm thinking. You know, Rachel has shown us some some good songs and some not bad songs, but okay songs. I mean, you're wrong, but okay. In the last two three rounds, she has she kicked it up. My question is, would she keep it up for the final round? This seems like such a bold, such a strong entry this week that I don't know if she has anything left for next week. And that's what I'm really concerned about. You keep making these picks based off what you think next week would look like and not not what this week is like. I think these are all great songs, and I could pick any of them, really. To me, it is about next week. Yeah, I'm factoring in this week a lot. But I'm also factoring in the, the, those three, I felt, did equal, I have to say, what will next week look like? It is my tiebreaker. It is your deal. No, it's, it's my tiebreaker. How else do I break the tie? I'm just pointing it out. Just pointing it out. Like I said, if I, if I went with Rachel, I don't know if she's going to bring a strong entry next week. But I have to assume she will because Glenn will be out and he'll be able to dedicate all of his time to making her music. On the other hand, Vowel Sounds has been consistent this whole contest and has made very strong, very strong songs. And they've only gotten better. But I think I have to pick Rachel because I've just liked her songs more. So I yeah, would put Rachel that's... and Max in the in the finale. All right. There it is. Two votes for Rachel, yo. She's going to win. I called it. I think if Vowel went to the final, they would... Maybe not be able to take out Max.
0: <laughs> who's who's going to unseat the king now that you're out? Is that the...
1: I think Rachel actually could. That's what I'm going to pick that. And I, I, I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but I want to see a good fight,
0: you know? That's what I want. Yeah. I mean, we already have a good fight. I feel like not being able to pick a winner is a good fight already. But yes, the head-to-head.
1: I'm sorry for the last 15 minutes of pontificating.
0: <laughs> so much pontificating.
1: All right, so... We will know soon who will be going to the finale. There will be two, and we will have to vote. The contestants will have to vote. And next round, the title is Survival, and the challenge is to bring your A-game. So what would you do for your A-game? No, I'm not. We're not doing that.
0: That's stupid. So my entry for bring your A-game, Survival, because I'm going to answer the question anyway. So it is the final round, because my first instinct is to make a bunch of pee-drinking jokes like bear, about Bear girls. That is Every time I hear the word survival, that's sort of the thing I think about. Uh, and the show Survivor, of course. Or the uh, Eye of the Tiger song, also is what I think of.
1: Oh man, Max is going to write the same lyrics for next week because the title is Survival. So maybe it should be Rachel and Val. Oh,
0: no, you can't change your mind. You already I made it. I can't change done. my mind. You're done. Um... So I would probably make a song, I would do a, I, I would do my game is acapella, so it would be a total acapella piece, it's the only thing I know how to do in any level of skill. I would probably do a song about, there is this stupid, annoying, terrible song about a baby shark that's from a kid's show that is making all the meme rounds right now, but it gives me an idea about making a song about something that has to survive against a baby shark that's not what I'm thinking of it's kind of a dumb idea I kind of hate it but an oh, a cappella right? piece about a baby that's... shark wouldn't be the worst thing in the world anyway what would you do
1: you're so weird yeah I am <laughs> <laughs> you know I, w- I would do my my standard let's write a strong you know power pop punk chorus and probably do some a little a little bit of electronica in the verses because that's that's my strong suit. <laughs> and, uh, and for the title, I would write about emergent intelligence Ooh. because that's on my mind today, and it sounds like a, a, a good thing to write about. Like yeah. uh, at, w- at what point do humans as groups become their own organism? And do these macro organisms, what do they do to survive? It would be really hard to pull off. I would probably not be able to write lyrics.
0: I would, I would take that probably with a more AI approach. I think it would be more interesting. An AI trying to survive against humans that want to destroy it. Why are you rooting for the AI? I'm not necessarily, but singing the song from the perspective of an AI that has to survive against humans that want to destroy it is a pretty common theme in sci-fi. I try to write songs that I want to listen to. And I don't
1: want to hear myself sing about being an AI. All right, so we look forward to what happens next week. Now, right. on to the shadows. Yeah. For the first shadow, we've got Glenny. I think it's submitted under Glenny. It is. It is yes. Glenny from Fast house. So he's not faster jackaloping it. And I did not have a chance to listen to this because he posted it late. So whatever I have to say is going to probably be short and sweet. Or maybe not sweet. So let's go. Here's Glennie.
2: All at once, in a huff, you state the problem. Got the funds, you two Obscure perceptions, then a gun and a puff. Too late for counsel You want it, no. But you got
1: Alright, that's Glenny with his YouTube. I'll let you guess what he's contrafacting I didn't know. I have no idea what this was I There's uh, uh, Radiohead's Karma Police David Bowie's All
0: the Young Dudes and Depeche Mode's Everything Counts you know those three bands that are three artists that I know I should like know their catalogue very well and barely know any of it, so I'm not surprised I didn't know. I
1: know fair amounts of those catalogues and I don't know some of those songs. Anyway, I'm impressed by the mixing and the mastering. Like, these are this is a pretty coherent one given the you know, the the crazy directions Glenny has taken songs. His singing is Probably some of his better singing. It definitely has a new sheen than it did. Um,
0: My only real note on the the singing is in the... I think it's the choruses. uh, When we do the harmonies, I don't think it's an off-key thing, but the harmonies sound muted. It sounds kind of like we've put them through the ringer of mastering a little bit too much, and it brings me out of the song a little bit, or whatever that sound quality is, because I don't don't think it's just the raw take. If it is just the raw vocal take, then... I don't know how you achieved that, and I'm impressed with that ability. But I think we could have done a little less mastering work on the harmonies, and I think it would have paid off more. Hmm. Oh man, these, these lyrics, they seem kind of weird. There's nothing I can say about them, really. I would need another couple listens for that. Um, in fact, the only other note I really have about this song is, in the bridge, the guitar line, uh, there's a point where it sounds like it's going to land a key change, and then it decides not to and i just love it it just feels so it's so good i mean it, it sounds really good but it also just like feels like really kind of trolly a little bit and i just like love that it's a little chaotic energy i'm just i'm here for it i'm here makes me feel good
1: all right up next we've got inflatable vegetables you
2: say you don't like me tell me go away you say we can't even be friends. Then you say you want me Begging me to stay You're thinking we can make amends I'm not your puppet Stop trying to jerk my strings Stop throwing changing hoops for me to jump through Take some time, make up your mind Let's stop the stupid games I don't think I want to right, need you to
0: vegetables, Ben. What say you? I don't know. This song has thrown me for like five loops. Uh, every time I hear it, there's the cha- the first verse, then does that weird change up into the like techno dance thing, and I actually love the beat. I don't know. I also don't know any contra facts on this one. I've no idea what any of the songs are from.
1: I'm on it. I'm investigator Mike is looking for the contra facts on the okay. on the forum, I, and I couldn't hear any of
0: them. I can't find them. Uh, it's a shadow interest, they might not be there. I'm sure they are, though. I feel like Veggies wouldn't wouldn't do that to us. So the harmonies, there's the harmony line that uh, echoes. So there's the echoing line on the harmony. And I think it pretty much is consistent from the second verse out, where it sort of just echoes the end of lines. I think it sounds pretty good, but I think it works better in the places where there are fewer instruments. Um, I think it's mainly that, that techno beat adds a lot of noise and makes everything feel busier than it actually is. But just It just feels that way. So when you take that out, or take, or you don't take that out, when you take other pieces out to just have the vocal line, it highlights it better. I think it just makes it sound a lot nicer. Um, otherwise, it just feels like it's another layer of noise that's harder to cut through. So I just have that, that note. Do more of that, I guess, really. Uh, and the other thing is, the very end of the song, he has a stinger where he just says, we just want attention, and I love it. It makes my day every time I hear it. Why? Because I just laugh at the whole thing. I'm sure it is a commentary on something but I don't think it's a commentary on what I apply it to which is this entire competition. It just it makes me smile every time I hear it. That's a weird note. I have weird notes about veggies every time I feel like.
1: This one has a rough start. I didn't really start getting into it until past the the intro where the, the more full synth comes in. I think this is one of those ones that really could shine if he had like just a better... Instrumentation Mixing mastering pipeline going on Because I can hear the pop Electronica underneath It's just not coming through The vocals are mixed very loud Compared to everything And the sound is just not very full Which is why I kind of grab on To that, that deeper Synth when it comes in Probably the most Offending thing to me I say that in, in a loving In a loving way <laughs> You, you know, I I can nitpick all day. All day. My own songs, everybody else's songs, I can nitpick them. But the the part that really gets me is the offbeat delivery of the na-na-na goodbye. I'm wondering if this is borrowing from Hey Jude and I just don't oh. hear it. Yeah. But the na-na-nas are kind of really offbeat. doesn't gel there. Uh, if, if it drew in a little bit more of Hey Jude and it were delivered a little more cleanly I think that would bring home the point that maybe
0: that's the song it's counterfacting maybe it's not I don't know could be yeah I just to go back and listen to the you got me stuck on that idea now I don't think it is I think it's just part of the song but Um, lyric wise I was kind of disappointed
1: because it seems very much like a typical song in a lot of ways I mean, it gets better as it goes on. The intro is is the part that's kind of it's just a lot of a lot of teenage angst almost, in a sense. It gets better as it goes on. Uh, but you know, veggies always writes these really creative, totally bizarre stories.
0: and this one this one's just not one of those. actually, it might be now that you because i I agree with you, he always has some weird, interesting bit. And most of veggie's songs are. I feel like they're usually romantic uh, like romance songs in some capacity. Usually about a girl. This one might actually be about Siamese twins who are stuck together. Oh no. Because I think there I oh, do no. feel like there's two voices oh, no. here in this song. I do feel like that, that is a, it's happening. I feel, like I, I kinda got that impression that there's two singers. Like, I mean it's only it's only Veggies here, but I feel like there's two voices. I got that impression. And the I last mean, line nice we just falsetto want attention. Work. It it might be that. That might be the actual song that it's about it's about Siamese twins or something you, like that. Are you just pulling that out of your ass? Not entirely. I feel like I bet I could find evidence of it. But mainly it's it's the we we want attention and I think there's two voices and I don't oh, need you no. to Oh no, you're right. That's it the might be.
1: that's the reveal
0: at the end. Yeah. It it might actually be something like that. But what
1: would the attention be? The lyrics aren't posted. I'm never going to know this.
0: All right, Veggies, you're breaking mic now. Now you got to tell us. I just kind of discarded that line. That's my guess. That's
1: crazy. That would be very much a Veggie song, though, so... That would definitely be a... Hmm? Yeah, that would turn mm-hmm. it around. Nope. Uh, all right. Yeah, I just I want to hear him get some real good instrumentation. You know, like a good thumping beat for that electronica would just... It would do so much. Thump. But yeah, I hear it. We need to set up a GoFundMe with, a, <laughs> <laughs> like, buy me, buy me some samples. All right, let's uh, let's take a listen to Lycan Throat. Judy, shake me up, turn my chair around,
2: help me with my cup, debit.
0: Can't pay for on you. All right, so that's Like and Throw with what I think is the darkest song of the entire competition. Why? Uh, well, there's a line about drowning a newborn puppy. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I, just, I just take that line casually, you know? On your house, yeah. Um, there's just a whole bunch of... I, I think that whole song is about either... Like really mean landlords and properties, potentially companies, or just like a really mean old person who will never I, die. It what? might just be about that, that evil ant that will never die, will outlive all of you.
1: My take was that it's about um, extreme usury or the capitalistism machine.
0: It could be about that. I, I I would believe it if that were the Because the there's a line but,
1: about buying my stuff and renting it back to me or something.
0: Right, but there's also a line about how I outlive all of you. And there's references to being old, so I, th- I think it's about just like your mean old Aunt Betty who will just never die. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. Uh, again, on the counterfact, I don't know what this one is either.
1: I was very interested to hear what Lycan Throat would do with this one, and somehow Lycan Throat turned it into a Lycan Throat song. Yes,
0: I was wondering if Lycan Throat was counterfacting his own Lycan Throateness. I mean, I-, I think it's the most different Lycan
1: Throat. Somehow he reverted to the same scale, and I think it's that he has that one instrument. Yeah, I think we. Maybe some
0: synth. You want to go get Veggie some samples, but I feel like we should get Lycan some more samples. Maybe that's what you should win certain rounds in Nur Ein. We should have a, like, a sponsored contest. And get new samples. I'm going to take out that cello. That's what I want. I, want, I don't want to hear the cello anymore. No offense, Lycan.
1: You know, there are some tools that basically write songs for you. You know, they they make all the diddly sounds. Could you imagine if you gave some of these creative people that? What would happen?
0: Uh, nightmares. Total nightmares. Well, that's pessimistic. That's like drowning a puppy. So, get back on the song, though. The only other note I have about the song, I actually think what's happening is, uh, Lycanthrope is actually doing a new take of every delivery, because the first... So, there's a line in the song that happens in their frames, and it's, if you can't pay... I'll foreclose on you, like I'll foreclose on your house, like a bank. But the first time I heard it, I thought it was, if you can't pay, I'll put clothes on you. And I was like, that's a really weird line in this dark song about taking things away. What happened? And then the second and third refrain, I totally heard it and have no problem. So you think Aunt Betty's going to foreclose on him? Yeah, okay. We can talk about, yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) I, I am willing to admit it's not about old people. It just might be. I think um, it's about usury. It probably is. Uh, oh, my god! Oh, so, so my first note, originally when I first said that line in the refrain, that first refrain, I was like, oh, no, uh, Throat, you had such good enunciation last time I, I really listened to a song. That looks sounds like it's slipping, but I don't think it is. I think it's Lycanthroat does just actually sings he doesn't like sing the refrain once and uses it three times i i think he actually sings the refrain three different times and it makes sense that the third one is different like it has a different uh vocal line to it a little bit at least at the end so that made sense but the first and second i i think are the same so there's no reason not to just use the better one and that just like surprises me i'm just i don't know what to do with that information if it's true
1: i'm looking at the lyrics now i i I don't know like in throat is this mystery that i want to crack now (laughs) and never will Never and happy. I never will. But uh this the chords are from Ain't Talkin' About Love by Van Halen. I have to hear this. Oh wow. I just want to hear it like right now. I need to hear it right now. Okay, I can hear some similarities. Yeah, okay. I can
0: I can I I can hear it, but I feel like it is not obvious, I would say. It is not obvious, but that wasn't the challenge to make
1: it obvious. Anyway. Right.
0: Well. The shadows don't have to make it obvious. That's true. I feel like the challenge itself was supposed to be take a really obvious choice. But I know some people didn't, and that's fine. I'm, I'm giving leeway anyway. Although I'm not, I guess. But anyway, Let's move <laughs> along here. All right. Anyway. Finally, uh, Maynard. I've
2: episode. been waiting for this moment, it seems, all year. With anticipation, Friday's fine. you too, you, too, you too you too these words
1: are all right that's mandibles my my note my note my note for this is just me repeating the word why over and over and over. oh I'll forget
0: <laughs> that's sad and so undeserved and i'm
1: I, i'm i'm sorry i just hate journey so much
0: <laughs> I hate Journey so much. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. I Actually, this them. is better than Journey. Journey's my jam, man. Yeah, uh, all my notes about this. So, I, I like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, this idea is so good. I just love the whole idea.
1: What's the idea?
0: You know, the whole song is about uh, every verse and the bridge, too, is a, a scene where you're interacting with somebody. And they say something nice to you. So, like, one of them's, like, they're at the movie theater, and the ticket ticket person says, enjoy the movie. And the response, you just say, oh, you too. Like an idiot, because, of course, we're not going to see a movie. And it's oh. that. That's what the song is. The The refrain is, oh, no, I said you too, and I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm an idiot. But the verses are... The, so I think it movie is one. I forget what the other one is. And the bridge, which is stupidly funny, is um, about a date. So the singer goes out on a date with somebody. And... They get to the door at the end of the night, and she leans in for the kiss, and he's like, oh, no, I don't want that. And and I forget what the last line is. that He says, I think, it, I think it's something to do with like, oh, drive home safe after a terrible kiss and just getting rejected. And she's like, you too. And it's just uh, it cracked my shit up when I first heard it. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. I I love this idea. It's so good.
1: That is a good idea. That that You know, that was actually kind of one of the ideas I had. This is executed much better than I would have done it,
0: even mm-hmm. though I wouldn't have used Journey. But still. Well, that would be a disservice to you, because the Journey is great. Again, so honestly, I, I love the song so much that if Mandibles were still in, I would put this in over Agony, quite honestly. For the same general reasons, it's the fun factor, it's the catchy bit. This really, really caught me, and really made me stand out. And of course, the Journey, I love Journey, so yep, that does it too. Checking my boxes, Mandibles here. I also love, uh, just sort of like, final note is I actually really love the vocal stylings here. I think this is the... Of all the Mandel songs I can think of, I think this is my favorite vocal stylings with I really should know her name by now, and I never... Cybronica! Cybronica, thank you. I don't know, this feels a bit more like poppy than the rest of it, the operatic. Like, I still can tell there's a lot of opera training there. Oh, the vocal delivery. It sounds a bit operatic, but it's not like hit me in the head with it. Uh, So it just feels... I don't know not, not necessarily more laid back but just like it's easier to like groove into it and it feels a little bit more dancing. like I, I don't know what it is but I'm loving it just like the style really it really calls I like I'm just there for it. maybe it's the journey thing maybe the journey underneath is all you need it all along and I think it's great I, I it's like great. the concept the concept's a good <laughs>
1: concept I mean a getting past the journey thing is that's such a big ask for me
0: I know it is and then be you can start like, singing some if you want. I'll just sing a journey song right I, now. So I,
1: I, I, I you know It sounds worse. <laughs> I have to be honest, the delivering of of kitschy lines like that I'm glad we're telling this story. But is it a song or is it a story? And maybe it's a the type of song other people dig in different ways that I don't quite grasp. Like the way people like some of my songs that I personally don't like but I've written you know mm-hmm. I thought she did a very good vocal performance overall even if I didn't quite enjoy the, the journeyness of it I mean I'm, I'm glad Mandibles is still entering shadows I'm glad all of these shadows are still entering shadows you know Cybronica. even if I don't dig journey I'm glad you're still making music and I'm sure this one's amazing live
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of, since they usually do a show, uh, my only real note on this song is at the end, there's a part where she does a little bit of wailing, like she's kind of like, I'm gonna run with it, I'm gonna show off my pipes, but the main, uh, melody chorus line is also still there, and it's very loud, and I feel like you need to... What you should What I'd probably do is, you should probably double up the chorus line, and then take out the main line, leave in the double so it's quieter, and then go, wail, like, whale to town. Like, go to town. Just, like, whale to your heart's content, make it awesome. And I feel like that's also in the vein of, I feel like most of my notes for Mandibles are, it's so good, but you missed something that would made it, like, so stupidly amazing. And here's another thing, I feel like, ah, oh, why didn't you do it? Like, I just, every single time we come to Mandibles, I'm like, why didn't you do the thing that I feel like would just make this thing blow everything out of the water? and this actually isn't in that vein it would be good but it's not gonna blow it out of the water because the, the whole thing blows out of the water so great job
1: yeah i i have i have nothing to add i mean great i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not a journey person
0: yeah i know you're sad i don't know where we're friends actually but anyway that was narine 14 round six possibly the last new ugly episode that's right <laughs> that was
1: the end of everything right there all right uh keep entering shadows everybody Next week, we're going to have the final round, and um, we may do a recap either this episode or maybe next episode. We'll figure it out.
0: We'll get it in post. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get it in post. I like that. So uh, don't forget, there's links in the description for, or there should be, Mike, if you're not putting them, I'll get you out of you, but there should be links for where all the songs are, the song fight uh, board, and the topic for this round. You also have a link to us on our home at podcast.songleader.com, where you can find all our shows. Uh, there's also a link to the Twitter which no one uses sorry I really put that account back in uh, you can also email us at newuglypodcast at gmail.com. you can leave us a voicemail to be featured on our show at 608-571-4940 and finally there should be two links one for Bafo Dude's listening party which is happening like right now and then the Two Jerks One Vote sister podcast of ours that does essentially the same thing but I'm here so therefore it's better and uh, on that note we will we'll song, song love, love you, you Long, long time ugly, this, this is the new Ugly
2: This is the new Ugly this, this is the new Ugly